Do you know that 70% of women in the United States wear a size 14 or larger? Despite this, many top brands don't carry plus size options. And if they do, they charge premium prices. At More to Love, we believe everybody deserves affordable and fashionable clothing. That is why we carry new and gently used plus size clothing for a fraction of the original price. We are located at 606 New Leicester Highway behind Wynn's Diner beside the Sonnet. This is Biz Radio host Joanna Patrice Haggerty. I am the founder of JPH Creative Biz and soon to launch Art Hero, a workforce development organization. My mission is to support and galvanize artists and creative entrepreneurs because art heals and connects. I believe that by activating creativity, we synthesize change. Come connect with me on Instagram at JPH Creative Biz. This is the Joanna Patrice Haggerty Show, where I invite the most innovative entrepreneurs, artists, and creative business owners to share their experiences, processes, practical tips, and inspirations. Today with me is Valeria Watson. Valeria is an average person with a beyond average life. At first, she gained consciousness so she could seek a way to get back to where we came from. Somehow, she had a gnawing thought form a way out of our shared pain. A sweet gossamer and gimly memory beating like the very heart inside of us. Valeria is a person of some achievements of which we are proud. You know, blah, 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 ha, ha, ha. Oh, so human with flaws galore. Recently dropped glamour in favor of inner beauty and more. Artist at heart and soulful angelic aspirations of conscious ascension now owe. Transformer of inner space with humble reference to her tutor, Alanutzi. Valeria thanks those who have helped shape who, her artistic vision. Zandra Rhodes, Charlotte Beck, Patton Campbell, Columbia Unis- University Costume Department, Osan Ugbo O, her parents, Helen and Vernell Watson, and all of her ancestors. Her Egun, her Agbe, her Oluwu, and her Ojubana. Gratitude for the overcoming victory she sees and give testament. Love is the answer. Ha ha ha, we will be free. I brought Valeria on today to talk about her creative life, but first, Valeria, thank you for being here. Well, thanks for having me. I am thrilled, and I just get so much joy out of reading this bio. It is such (laughs) a high-vibe spiritual tone to I feel like everything you put into your life. So thank you for bringing so much joy into the start of this episode. (laughs) Well, thank you. I uh, realize a lot of times I don't, I'm not that great at talking to human beings. (laughs) I stay with a lot of angels and uh, elemental beings. And uh, so I have to somehow form a bridge with my words. Yeah. And your art, too. And that is, again, why I really yeah. am so thankful I've known you for, gosh, I mean, years at this point. I can't yeah. even trace back. And yeah. I'm just so honored to have you at the show. And so what I usually love to do is kind of dive in. And I think you mentioned it. You're someone who's really tapped into the spirits. You're really tapped mm-hmm. in to your art and creativity and how of that all of that blends. So what was that like growing up? Tell me, what was the world of Valeria as a young child? <laughs> well, the Valeria of a young child, uh, I'll be 73 uh, on the 19th of September. So, so I was born in segregation. 
And I pulled up my uh, bio. It says, oh, I was born in Denver, spent my early years with grandparents in deeply segregated Fort Worth, Texas. Uh, I showed an early interest in art, but was told black girls don't become artists. Later in life, that changed to black girls don't become models. And again, black girls don't become actresses. <laughs> Nevertheless, I continued to flirt with art. Even my grandmother, a skilled seamstress, inadvertently nurtured my dream to be a fashion designer. Mm. But um, growing up black at that time, I mean, I can't pretend it doesn't happen now. You're told no, 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 and no. (laughs) And that must have been both the fire that has fueled you and Mm -hmm. part of just this overwhelming exhaustion of in a world that where you know you're meant to create and you're being told no what what an exhausting position to be put in yeah I think as a child what it what it helped me do because I could see I was a visionary I could see other things I could see dead people and all this and I realized that I would talk to people and this these things would scare them so after a while you know you learn not to say things or keep it a secret but I knew I was like what do you mean I can't be I am an artist (laughs) yeah you're telling me I can't be who I am hold up doesn't work that way yeah and I really I mean again I've I've known you again for probably five to seven years at this point. Mm-hmm. And really I have seen in everything that you do, you bring that fire and passion. Like, don't tell me no, like we will right. solve this problem. We will <laughs> overcome. And what is it like to really interject such high spiritual conversations into your art? How does that process even happen for you? Well, because I'm painting what I see, I'm mm-hmm. painting what I feel and I words never can put it all together. And so I started doing installations where I, okay, you step into my world, then you understand what I'm talking about. The whole full experience. Yeah. The clothing, here's what the people are like here. Here's what we're like when we're stars shooting through space at a jillion miles an hour, which is, it's like, that's more a reality than this flatland experience that we are, are forced to limit ourselves to. Yeah, I mean, I think you and I are probably of the scientific yet spiritual belief that energy Mm -hmm. is neither created nor destroyed, right? Mm -hmm. And so in Mm -hmm. that concept, whatever your religious practices, whatever your spiritual beliefs are, that there is other experiences you've had outside of this life, right? Whatever form that looks like, whatever experience that is, and being able to remind yourself, tap into that, or at least be open to the mystery, if nothing else, right? (laughs) Well, at my age, I'm relaxing into that the work is done, and it's just manifesting. So Mm. it's kind of a breathing out and going, ah. I love that. That feels like there's so much peace (laughs) to that when a lot of the earlier part of your life, you've been having to stand up and and really say, I I am this warrior. (laughs) Yes, yes, yes. So it's more just, okay, that's my reality. That's who I am. And it's the other people who are at a different level of of awareness and understanding. So just focus on loving me and loving those who are closest to me and the rest will fall into its place, literally. (laughs) Yeah. And having those ripple out effects. And, you know, as someone who's experienced so much of this world, particularly this this black and white reality that we've been fighting Mm -hmm. against. Are you seeing an evolution in this conversation? Are you seeing growth? Are you seeing the ability for there to be harder conversations and move forward? Or 
well, what's here's, your perspective? It's, it's, I use the outer world as a, like a, a thermometer. I, and when I have my inner conversation and I realize that my mission was to come here into one of the darkest places in the South mm -hmm. um, where the white people are so lost in white supremacy with that beam in their eye that I am to be here and not only just for black people, but for all, you know, I have all the bloodlines, you know, I'm like in my family is the five hoops, you know, black, white, yellow, red, <laughs> green, wow. you know. So bringing those energies to peace in my heart, you know, it's in my blood. Scotch Irish is in my blood. Igbo Yoruba is in my blood, Choctaw Cherokee. Mm -hmm. So I must be at peace in my heart. And, and then it just ripples out to my, my children my family, we're, we're healing ourselves yeah. through the traumas. There've been so many traumas. I, like, I think we talked before, I, I don't know anybody who hasn't, isn't traumatized by living now. <laughs> absolutely, absolutely. And then we add the coronavirus and these pandemics and, and the misinformation conversations and the ability mm -hmm. for us to get so lost. And so I love having someone like you to stand up and be a leader and say, we are creators, we are artists, we are healers. And again, part of one of my favorite things is you kind of don't limit yourself, right? We mentioned fashion line, you've made no. home remedies. Like what are some of the art forms? You said painting, <laughs> drawing, like let's go through the gamut. What's the list of some of well, the art forms you've had? Well, if there is something I see that's not here, then it, I say, ah, I make it, then that's, that's for me to do. Mm. Sometimes as a visionary, you're confused between the things you see. And I'm like, okay, I have the vision, but other people are to fill in some of those positions. Right. But I'm a lot clearer now because I live amongst my creations, my art, mm. my writing, uh, my outdoors, and I'm putting it all together in a way that I can somehow open, I think open my property, open my house so people can come have dinners and have one-on-one -on -one conversations like I used to maybe 10 years ago <laughs> when we first came here. And we used to have uh, uh, what I call salons. Mm. People would come talk, bring what their art was. And, um, you know, we had URTV at that time and just sit in peace. You know, I go to the farmer's market because some people have never experienced peace. Yeah. They always come with some defensive or some, you know, anyway, I stopped going for a while because people, they want to come up and touch me without asking permission. <laughs> that's, that's inheritance of slavery. Yeah. You know, and there's just a lot of miscommunication in our society nowadays. And, oh, you're well, bringing basic, that through. Basic um, etiquette would yeah. work you know yeah. right and and again that comes back to being able to ask for permission and conversation and and yes. you being able to go back to these places go back to the farmers markets and bring your goods so tell yeah. me you grow some of the things that you turn into remedies that you then go sell well it's so market. it's so amazing i have seven acres out here wow. and black cohosh is growing here uh burdock root is growing here wow um blood root is growing here. But when I first came here, I was so busy being in Asheville and making sure I got to know people that Networking. I didn't get to know, yeah, what's here on my land. I have so much that I could be making money with. So I'm like, okay, let me just relax and 
see who I need to hire to help me with the farming part of this. Wow. You know, it's just when you see everything at once, it can be overwhelming. Yeah. So I'm learning to pick out of the future the things I see and pull them to me. So that's the difference between being uh, kind of a passive victim of your life and actually creating your life, pulling those things to you and being consciously aware that I created this. I created this turmoil. I can create the peace. And knowing that fear and all of those lower vibrational human emotions are, are real, right? We don't want to discredit right. that. No, we being, want to teach. Yeah, we want to te use it to teach. And be allowed to feel those full feelings. And like you said, not be stuck. What I used to always kind of say, nose to the ground, right? If like my nose <laughs> yeah. is to the ground, I yeah. have no idea what the road looks like ahead. Maybe that <laughs> road is actually gorgeous and there's a sunset and I got trees, but I'm just staring at this concrete like feeling like I'm not going to get anywhere. That's, that's actually my responsibility. To so yes. So, cause that's the backward. You're looking at the outer world thinking you're going to change that when the reality is you turn yourself inside out and you look inside and you play in that inner interior castle that even Jesus talked about. And you start to build there. You start to heal there. You start to repair there. And that mirror reflects it out into the world. I mean, that's our reality. And, you know, I, yeah. big, big deal. I say it, you know, it's more to live, <laughs> more to live it than to say it. <laughs> well, I think the concept of, again, being is really in kind of a business world is sort mm -hmm. of that path of least resistance, right? It's, mm -hmm. it's not why am I waiting for the 3 million followers on TikTok to make mm -hmm. me famous? It's like, mm -hmm. why don't I go again, make opportunities and money right here, right now? so that I can go be creative in whatever way I want to. And so many people miss that. And part of that, again, is that misinformation, right? Part of that is this conversation. Well, of you're always going to have choices. You're always mm -hmm. going to have choices. So you're either going to have excuses or you're going to say, okay, that is what is. Now, what am I going to do? Yeah. Well, yeah. I, I would love to tap into the last kind of little section here on what has come out of this, because I just want to <laughs> say from from a perspective of knowing you for the last couple of years, I can really see that the the last year or two has been <laughs> such a powerful shift for you. And I can imagine yeah. that's really impacting the art that you are going to put in the world. So let's dive in a little bit to some of it. Okay. Well, you know, for the first time, I haven't been married. You know? Yeah. <laughs> that, and, you know, I grew up in a generation where that's what we're, oh, you're fine, the husband. And blah, 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 and right. All wonderful. And, but what I needed to find was me, who is Valeria, because that husband or whoever are allowed to say my no, no, no in my house. You know, this is the first time I've really, okay, nobody's telling you no. Now what are you going to do? You know, if you spend your time fighting all the time. So my inner reality, I, I rarely share with anybody. I see my property here as a Norse refuge. I've, I've talked to the Norse deities, to Odin and... Like, I'm going to dedicate this because I feel in this area is just so many ignorant white people. They don't know anything but how they've perverted Christianity and misused and lied and cheated. And I'm like, but there are some things that aren't destroyed. And to me, the Norse is a really beautiful culture that white people can follow that still has honor, mm -hmm. truth, trust, 
just like when I found Oshun or Oshun found me. And as an African-American, I was like, ah, here's a teaching that's still indigenous that I can go to that's still as pure as humanly possible. Right. So right. those are the two things that exist in my world. My dedication to the Norse deities, my dedication to the Yoruba deities, and having places where people can learn new ways. You know, we have to do new songs, the future now, new dances. We can't sing the old blues anymore because <laughs> it's the old record. We've got to pick up you know, the right there, player. there's new conversations to be had. And so yes. I'm curious, is, is a lot of that inspiration really found? You have mentioned that you're doing a new fashion line, right? Did you say it was mm -hmm. unisex? Is a lot of that spirituality really embedded into this clothing line? Yes, because, well, it's, I've always loved the Renaissance. So it's a combination of the skills I learned from 15th and 16th century costuming and clothing, which again, when I, it was my time to do that in a film, they were like, oh no, a black person can't do that. But they were perfectly happy with designing clothing for black or African characters. So I've always just observed people. Yeah. Observe. Well, wow, that's interesting. <laughs> <laughs> These things don't always go together. Well, I think TikTok has finally brought me to a place where I'm like, oh, okay. I'm not the only one that just sees through this uh, miasma, you know, who sees through it and not only sees through it, but can play with it. I mean, I'm going to take all the things I've been frustrated with, put it together in games, put it together in stories, put it together in merchandise and connect that to an actual physical location. Wow. It's, you know, it's, but that's the direction things are going. I listen to people like Gary V who's uh what is he i don't even know what he's just an nft visionary and millionaire and he's always encouraging people stop paying attention to what other people say just do do it try it do it stop listening to the nose in your life so instead of me listening to my zen teachers now which i've you know been a zen practitioner for like over 30 years i listen to who are the people out in the marketplace saying get out there be in the market, make those billions, use your money, use your power to teach. Because that's the only thing that can rise above all the noise you're talking about, all the misinformation and yeah. disinformation and <clears throat> lies. But on the spiritual side, I also call on Jesus and call for the judgment of the liar and his lie. I call for, every day. That's part of what my priestess work is. Mm. Name the names and, and stand as a witness that they shall not pass. And when we start calling forth the judgment, instead of saying, oh, there's nothing I can do about it, blah, blah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, we actually, I see change. So yeah. I do see change as I call for the judgment of the fallen ones. Look how they're exposed. Look how people come out and just show, you know, they bring their flags out. They show their ignorance. They storm the Capitol. They, they're not hidden under the rocks like they were a few years ago and we thought everything was fine. Well, when I say we, black people knew it wasn't fine. Right, but the collective conversation. Right. It. And you and I both know just like your land, right? For there yeah. to be growth and for things to kind of break through, there must be this breakdown and being mm -hmm. here in this time is tough, right? And you are speaking <laughs> to that conversation on such a fashion, spirituality, art, 
sculpture level. And I love that you're also tying that into this modern conversation of digital art, of NFTs, of this new wave of transitioning the funding Mm -hmm. from it being in a few people's hands to more people having wealth, which at this moment equals power. And again, when you take that power responsibility for good, and we're teaching and we're giving correct information and allowing for the full human experience, we can get back to some real beautiful things because earth is gorgeous. There's a lot of good stuff here. (laughs) Yeah. It's the people who have destroyed it. You know, smart contracts mean in the future. Now we can do smart contracts for real estate. We can do smart contracts for almost anything. You know, we can build it on the Ethereum network. I mean, it, the whole crypto scene and Bitcoin and all of that gives me the opportunity. So I no longer have to go to a person that owns a museum and go, Oh, please put my art in. I don't have to. The gatekeeper is not as powerful as it once was. And I mean, I talk about this with my clients that I teach and we go Mm -hmm. into conversations of, you use something like Patreon to get directly to your mm-hmm. clients. You use mm-hmm. something that gets that money flowing to you and stop accounting or mm-hmm. waiting for this middleman to solve your problem. We are exactly. the change makers right here, right now. And I cannot wait to see your fashion line come out <laughs> and all of the new directions that you're pouring into because Valeria, it's powerful and you are such a leader that Asheville and this area really needs. So thank you. Thank you so much. Thank you. And before we have to wrap it up today, can you let people know how they can stay connected to you? If they want to follow you, what are the platforms? How do they just learn more about you? Well, I'm on Instagram, Valeria Ann Watson, uh, Facebook, the usuals, but I'm also on discord and I have a new persona, pirate queen, indigo cat. Yes. (laughs) The true visionary creative being your full brother self. (laughs) And I like to play cat and mouse. So you guys just find me. (laughs) I love that. As a true artist and visionary, you are Valeria. Yeah. Thanks again for being here today and for sharing all of that. Take care. Yeah. And as always, this is the Joanna Patrice Haggerty Show, where we share tips and tools of our community's most innovative entrepreneurs, artists, and creative business owners. Thank you so much for tuning in. And please connect by visiting bizradioashville.com or on Instagram at jphcreativebiz. I would love to hear your show suggestions or any questions that you may have. And as always, stay creative. Thank you for listening. If you liked what you just heard, be sure to subscribe to the podcast. And be sure to visit bizradio.us to find hundreds of other engaging conversations, local events, and more.